Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's Natalia, and welcome back to Unfiltered Fashion Talks. Today, we have Larissa from Refined Shopping with us. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm so excited to do this. Love your background. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yes, no, I'm so excited to have you on. I've been wanting to have you on for so long. Um, And I just like, I feel like I've been waiting for you to like have Refined for a little longer so I could get more of the inside scoop on everything. Cause like now that you've like launched and you've done events and stuff, I'm like, I feel like now is a good time to, to dive into it, you know? Yeah, for sure. There's always something going on. So (laughs) exactly, exactly. Um, Yeah. So for those who are listening, who might not know like who you are, what you do, um, give us like a quick little, you know, intro of yourself or like background on what you do. Yeah. So my name is Larissa and I'm the founder of Refined. Um, So we are a sustainable fashion marketplace. So we really focus on highlighting and amplifying like um, sustainable and intentional brands who have like a mission to do better in the fashion industry. And Natalia is actually one of our partners. Um, So a lot of designers and brands we select are doing really cool things from like zero waste to being really innovative, whether that's with technology or textiles. So yeah, that's, that's what I do. Yes. Yes. I love it. And I love to be a part of it too. (laughs) In addition to that, you know, we do a lot of, like Natalia was saying, we do a lot of um, like community things. So events and panel discussions and yeah, just trying to really, you know, bring awareness to the fashion industry. Yes. I love it. And I love everything you're doing. I love to be partnered with it. It's the best. (laughs) Um, Still waiting for the day that I can actually go down to Austin for something, but like (laughs) one day, one day. It's a pop in place, you know, I'm sure. I know. You know, like there's more than one reason to come down here. There's so much going on. I know. I'm like really looking for the excuse to go. I feel like every time that I'm like, oh, I could go, something pops up and then I'm not able to, I'm like, I'm just like waiting for the right moment, but we'll make it there. We'll make it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So give us like a little background on like why you started um, Refined and like why, like how that came to be that whole idea. Cause that's a big, that's a big idea to take on. And it's not, not an easy task to just be like, oh, let me just like make this. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not. Um, But I so I worked in the retail industry for like seven plus years. Um, I was a personal stylist, I was an assistant manager, and I helped open a Nordstrom location here in Austin. And like, I kind of hit a plateau. Once I did that, it was like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is probably the coolest thing I've done, like, in the industry, like what else is there? And I had already started um, university like a couple years back and I had taken breaks and I was like, you know what, I really want to finish and get my bachelor's degree. So I went back, got my bachelor's degree in business with the focus in entrepreneurship. And a lot of the projects that I did were just like case studies and like marketing plans and business plans around one, one thing. And Mm -hmm. every time I would do my projects, it would be around like, something similar to refine, but it just wasn't like very clear yet. So when I graduated or right before I graduated, um, I actually made out the whole business plan for refine and like what it could be and like all the possibilities. And I was able to actually start pitching to 
um, potential investors. And there was just like, it was almost like we were too early because that was in 20, like 18, 2019. And things were starting to like kind of rev up around like sustainability. Um, and then the pandemic hit and everyone mm -hmm. kind of had to sit with like all of these problems that we've just kind of been like walking around. And then it was like, oh, wow, we're really messing up the planet and like you're seeing like terrible. So I was kind of like when the pandemic hit, I was actually in a meeting with an investor and literally in that same meeting, they were like, South by is canceled. Everything's canceled. We're going into lockdown. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was like really weird. I was like, what do I do now? So I like didn't have any... I don't know. I just was like super lost and like not motivated. I was like, who even knows what's going to happen? Like, will this work now? Like, do people care? But like, as I slowly started seeing, like everybody cared, you know, mm -hmm. like we all were like, wow, this is like a really big issue. So then I really kind of like in 20, mid 2020 is when I really started like in the nitty gritty of it and started building out like community and stuff. Yeah, no, I think it's funny that you say that the pandemic kind of like helped in a way because I feel that too. I feel like it like it hurt a lot of businesses, obviously, but in a weird way, I feel like it really amplified sustainable and ethical businesses. Yeah, for sure. Which yeah. is really weird, but yeah, you know, I always like like to see it like everybody realized how important it is to vote with your dollar. Like whenever you yes. support something like you really believe in, like it's way more impactful than if you like go to a large corporation. And that's what, I mean, I don't love that the pandemic happened, but I mm -hmm. think it's a wake up call for everyone to like kind of reevaluate the things that we put our attention towards. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, looking at the brighter side of things. Right. No, I totally feel that. I feel like whenever I, I don't know when I first heard somebody say that you like vote with your like dollars or whatever, like, but that was like such a like, turning point in my life I feel like oh my I was like oh my gosh like that's so true that we have so much power and just like where we put our money and where we're like investing in a way even if it's like just buying like a top from you know a clothing brand it's like you're still investing in that brand and what they're standing for I'm like I feel like that really switched my perspective on things a lot yeah and it's so cool because every single brand is different and everybody brings mm -hmm. something really like unique to the table like I don't know there's some there's a brand for everyone you know yeah. Have their like go to, like, I love this brand. Yes, no, for sure. Speaking of brands, what was your process of like searching for brands? Like, how did you find the brands that you now work with? Like, how did you find me? <laughs> <laughs> how did, how did it all happen? <laughs> yeah. How did it happen? <laughs> That's a really good question. And people ask me that all the time. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, I have a process now. Right. But, like, like, I don't know if I just like blacked out and don't remember how it started, <laughs> but I don't like, I just feel like I went deep into like the interweb and like, just, yeah. <laughs> the thing is that like, when I would Google sustainable brands, it would be like the same, like top five, like yep. Erlane and like Girlfriend Collective. And like, those are brands that are great, but like, mm -hmm. what about all the other ones that yes. like people are missing out on? And that's where I was like, Oh my gosh. And then I started discovering, I can't remember the first one I discovered. I think it might've been Bold Swim. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Like her stuff is amazing. Her like ethos is great. Mm -hmm. She's sustainable. I met her 
And I was like, wow. And then it just like was like a ripple effect and mm-hmm. I got connected to everyone. Um, I'm trying to think of how I found you. I'm always curious. <laughs> I don't remember, but I do remember I was super excited because I hadn't seen I hadn't seen anything like your brand, like mm-hmm. when I was searching. So I was like, oh, this is like filling a gap. This is different. This is yeah. like feminine and trendy and girl. Like, you know, it had a very mm-hmm. specific aesthetic. So yeah, it in the beginning it was hard. I oh, was I bet just digging at a hole, like just trying to find like really great brands. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that because I feel like when I started my sustainability journey, just like generally, I also obviously went to Google for it and it's always the same, like bigger brands, which are great brands too, but it's just like so hard to find the smaller brands that are probably doing more or like being more impactful because it's just like not a Google search. Like you have to do a deep dive, be like deep into like sustainable fashion, like Instagram or TikTok or whatever. And somehow like you find one and then you find all of them. Like, I feel like anytime anybody mentions a brand it's like I probably have some connection to them already or like a friend of a friend that already follows them or like anytime I like find an account I always have mutuals <laughs> like I swear it's also interconnected yeah no I think it's a I like I think it's a small but tight community honestly like, yes because you're right every single time I find a brand they're somehow like interconnected with somebody else that I know literally yeah it's crazy it's cool because it's like small and I feel like it's all I don't know it's all connected it feels like a really cool community but it's like crazy too that it's like all these people but it's like we're somehow connected I don't know blows my mind (laughs) yeah but now the process is different like um you know I always tell people like I like to meet the founders first like yeah first meeting I just want to know you and like why you started I really think that I like to work use the word intentionality over sustainability because I think Mm -hmm. it is more I think it's easier for people to understand um so when I meet the founders I'm like okay you know like what's your why like what's your big why because Mm -hmm. that big why will kind of translate into every single thing that they do and then you know I can learn about their business model and like their supply chain and things like that but yeah in the beginning it was kind of like a little wonky. <laughs> yeah, no, I bet. And I think it's also hard with sustainability because there's no like definition to it. Like it's like a pretty broad like thing and you could be sustainable in so many different ways. But what do you like to look for in terms of sustainability in a brand? Like what is what are your main like points? Yeah, I really like to see um, anything, anything that has to do with like their textiles, like if they're using something that is um, eco-friendly, that's really big. But also I want to know where they're producing. Like, I I think that's like my biggest one is like, I think anyone who's like, tells me, oh, I have a, I have, um, I produce in Bali or I produce in India. I'm like, well, have you been there? And for the most Mm -hmm. part, every single brand that I've vetted so far has actually been to their factories like multiple times. That's so cool. Yeah. And if I, you know, knowing the person, knowing their why, like understanding their mission and knowing that they're going and visiting, I think that just speaks volumes because there's such an effort to go somewhere foreign and mm-hmm. really like learn and be a part of the culture and understand the process. And then being able to kind of like communicate that to consumers. Like, I just think that's like a huge win. I don't know. That's oh yeah, for sure. For me. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get that. I feel like it would be so intimidating to go to a different country to like do all that whole process. Like I've thought about it because obviously, you know, people have asked me so many times like, oh, you're going to do whatever. I'm like, I don't know if I'm like, I don't know. That's like intimidating. It is. Yeah. I mean, like I would be intimidated. Like you're walking. I mean, especially with um, some of these like brands not coming from like a design background. Right. me walking into like a construction site and being like, yeah. Here, tell me all about it. So it's like really cool to just see because for the most part, everybody understands it's a problem. So, you know, doing their best with what they, you know, with the resources they have is super important. So for me, it's not like, don't, you don't have to check all the boxes. I think mm-hmm. focusing on one specific thing is going to make a bigger impact than like spreading yourself across all the boxes trying to do something. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Um, Moving into like the events and things you've done, um, you've done quite a few this year already and a lot of fun, big things. I'm sure there's a lot more in the future too. Uh, But what's been your experience like doing those type of events, especially like you're in Austin and I feel like a lot of people don't think of it as like a fashion hub. Like, I know it's growing, obviously, a lot as a city, but I feel like it's never, like, top of the list when you're like, oh, fashion. Like, it's always, you know, New York, L.A., and that's kind of it for the U.S. Maybe Miami, too. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, what's been your experience, like, doing stuff in Austin and, like, what's been the response of everybody there? Honestly, I – so the South by Southwest event, like, I think mm-hmm. I heard about it because I was literally in shock because – yeah. For example, that event, you know, I was like, you know, we'll have like 100 to 200 people and we mm-hmm. had 3,500 RSVPs and it's like crazy 1,500 people came and I literally the whole day I was just like, I like the whole day I was like, I can't believe this is happening because there was a line out the door for our venue the entire day from two to nine. Like mm-hmm. people were up, my fiance was working the door. Love, <laughs> Love that for him. <laughs> And he was like, Man, people were like genuinely pissed. They couldn't come in. I was like, oh my God, like that's wow. Crazy. But that goes to show that oh, there's a ton of interest. There's a mm-hmm. ton of like people interested in making this a fashion hub, but there's like nobody like navigating or like directing that environment into like, mm-hmm. you know, like a community of itself. So I was actually like talking about this on the news with the Austin's local news about it and they asked me they were like do you do you see like you know Austin being the next fashion city and I was like absolutely like slowly Mm -hmm. but surely you're seeing like big retailers like Hermes come in and we're like what like right vans and like ripped jeans but like the whole dynamic of Austin is changing and like people want to see more fashion here and more specifically they want to see more sustainable options because thrifting and secondhand shopping is super huge here in Austin Mm -hmm. but you know like anyone else you sometimes want to buy new things and that's right that's just the reality of you know people's desires like that's just Mm -hmm. how it so I really think that you know it does Austin has the potential to be like in LA Oh yeah. I think that for sure. Um, I feel like for everything, even outside of fashion, I feel like it's growing for like every industry ever from what I've seen. I still haven't visited. I really want to so bad. I feel like everyone's hyped it up so much. I'm like one day. Everyone stop coming here. Like maybe it sucks. Like no, I know. Right. Um, (laughs) It's just so it's like grown substantially. Like I've been in Austin for like almost a decade 
Mm-hmm. And it's a completely new place. Like, oh, I bet. But also it's exciting. It's exciting to see like something really like evolve and grow and like all these opportunities come, come mm-hmm. about from it. But yeah, it's. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I love it. <laughs> I love that. No, I think that's so cool. When I got like all the, you know, pictures and videos from the event that you did with South by Southwest, um, I was like blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, that looks so freaking cool. And it was really funny because during the event, um, my friend Zara, who like is on Instagram at Soulful Seeds, she's yeah. like the coolest, but she texted me and she's like, OMG, your brand is here. And I was like, yeah, I work with them. <laughs> this is so weird that's so crazy that's like just makes me so happy because I hope that like the energy like keeps up and there's just so many opportunities here and abroad like I just think Mm -hmm. that there's so much interest to just see like smaller indie brands like really make it like that's my like I would love to like see you and all my brand partners like truly just really make it and be prominent like sustainable brands yeah no for sure I think you're doing such a good job of it already it's insane well it's insane that you like launched so like recently and you've already been able to like you know create such a you know good community around it and like be able to build that up because I feel like that's one of the hardest things is creating community like a good community like a good supportive community (laughs) and you've done that pretty well I would say I appreciate that it's yeah it's a lot of fun I mean I feel like if I didn't love it, it would be really hard and daunting, but yeah, it, it's really great, honestly. So, yeah. So what is next for Refined? I mean, like I know, but like, <laughs> what are some things that are up in the air, you know? Gosh, there's just so much. Um, let's see. I don't want to like give away too much. Right. Like, you know, we're getting into web three, which is like a really big thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting if like anyone knows anything about that. Um, so getting into Web3, we're potentially going to be launching a rental service for our brand partners. That would be so cool. Um, because, you know, this is with the price points, like, you know, the price oh, yeah. points are higher. And mm-hmm. one of the things that's like been really big on my heart, which I think, like it just is I'm a sensitive person but me too. Like, I'm like I really care that like people come in and they're like man I can't really afford this right now and like who knows if they're this is actually their priority you know mm-hmm. like buying new clothes so I really want to make it like um accessible like to yeah people. and like people who want to support Natalia Trevino Amaro but like mm-hmm. can't really break the bank just yet but eventually that customer will be able to do that so mm-hmm. I'm hoping to implement a rental type of service um, into a potential mobile app, potentially. Potential. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're having a fashion show this summer, which is like next month. I yes, think I know. I feel if I wasn't moving this month, I would be there. But it's the fact that it's like a week after I move. I'm like, dang it. There's always something. It's, it was like, honestly, so short notice as well. Like, um, it's a charity event type thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a really cool space and the opportunity kind of presented itself. And I was like, dang it. Mm-hmm. It looks so cool. Yeah. So we have that. And then we're doing, we're going to potentially be at New York fashion week for um, this year. And I'm very excited about 
that. I mean, I'm already planning a trip to New York and I have yet to be invited to New York Fashion Week, but I'm already planning on being there. So there's like a lot of things in the works and yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of exciting things. Um, Yes. So I won't give away any more, but those are probably (laughs) the most exciting things happening. Um, I'm just like, got to keep the momentum going and just yeah keep doing cool things and I think you know something's got to stick <laughs> oh for sure no it definitely will stick and I'm so excited for all of the above I hope New York happens because as a brand partner I would love to love to attend love yeah, to participate absolutely yeah I think it's gonna be really cool there's a there's a um there's a company out there it's more so an organization and they're mm-hmm. like I won't give their name just yet but yeah. they are hoping to do something with New York Fashion Week and they want they saw the successful event for South by and they want mm-hmm. to do kind of emulate something similar during New York Fashion Week it just yeah makes, I think oh yeah for sure everyone so we'll see how that kind of ends out <laughs> yeah no I think that'd be really cool because I did New York Fashion Week last year and I had like a really really great response to it and I feel like a lot of people were really trying to look for sustainability within it because it was really hard to find any sort of show that was sustainable or brands that were sustainable in the general week of events and stuff um so I think it would be a really really good thing um I don't know I feel like New York always there's always people around and people always show up yeah so that's yeah I'm trying to venture out into like I'm glad you're in LA now I have um yes we are doing like um, product shots and like kind of like a camp a refined campaign with the stylist out there mm-hmm. so I'm excited that you're there yes it's easy you know especially because mm-hmm. you're there all for Ramon is there mm-hmm. um bold swim is there so that's like three brands already that right know, work together so I'm excited about that yeah yeah no that'll be so nice I need to reach out to them now that I know that they're there too <laughs> I'm like who can I find <laughs> yeah, exactly Yeah, no, but that's so cool. And then also going back to the whole rental thing, I'm really glad you brought that up because I like so wish I could do that on my own, but I don't know how to friggin' do that because that's a whole process to do. And so like, I can't offer that personally, but it's like, I feel so bad because I know that my audience can't afford my pieces that much. Like I know that when they're like buying them, it's like they've been saving up for months and like, it's like a special thing, which is really cool. And like, that's what I want for my brand because like, I want it to be something special that you like hold on to. But at the same time, I always feel so like bad about it. Cause like, I get it. Like I have a younger, younger audience. That's like my age. Like we don't have the money for this. And yeah. I know. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm like, maybe I can do like a poll on your page because your demographic kind of is, I'm basically, you know, trying to reach your not that it's not my demographic. I'm not like an old person. Like it, yes. it, but, you know, I'm like later 20s, your earlier 20s. Right. So I'm interested, like, maybe we can do like a poll on your on your story and say, like, would you be interested in this? And like, what's once we, you know, get some more details on it, like how how often would they use the service and things like that? Right. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it is just, it, I mean, just for anyone, it's just kind of hard to just, like you want to support these brands and you want to see them grow and scale, but mm-hmm. it's just really difficult. Yeah, no, it really is. Even like as a consumer, like I want to support all these brands, but I'm like, I can't, I can't actually like support all of you. I'm like, I'll support you on social media. I will shout you out. I will like all your stuff. I will engage. 
yeah. hope it reaches the right audience, but like, <laughs> it's so hard to actually like support unless yeah. you're, you know, financially there, but not everybody is not in this economy anyway. <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, we're not really getting any, any, any better in the economy. Right I know, now. seriously. <laughs> It's just getting harder for everyone. So that means, you know, there's going to be um, a lasting effect. And I'm just really trying to think of those people that are maybe not going to be able to purchase as much or Mm -hmm. really not be able to afford any sustainable options. So thinking of that customer. So hopefully it works out. um, And yeah, I should be able to share more details on that soon. Yes. No, I'm so excited. There's so many, so many fun things that are going to happen. And I'm just... I'm ready. I'm ready to attend some event at some point this year. Yeah, you definitely will. I feel like, um, especially because yes. in LA, like, right. Be, I think I'm gonna be. Um, I'm gonna be in New York in the fall. Mm-hmm. I think is that when New York? Comes? Yeah, I will be there too. Technically, supposedly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and then, I don't know. Maybe I'll try to plan a trip to LA, like uh late summer like before Mm -hmm. because we want to do the shoot with that stylist yes no that would be so fun she's really amazing I'm so excited (laughs) no I'm excited because I've never done like photo shoots with stylists or done that kind of vibe and I'm like so intrigued by that like I'm sure that's so fun because I feel like I'm a fashion designer but I'm not a stylist like there's a very big difference I don't like, it's not that I don't know how to style things, but I'm not one to, like, accessorize too much. I'm pretty, like, minimal. So it's, like, I always love seeing how stylists actually work because I never think of the things that you do. I'm, like, I would never think to pair that with that, but I love how it looks. It's cool. Yeah, I'm not the best at that. Like, I can, like, give you a good mood board. Right. I was, like, executing on that mood board, maybe not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited because um, one of the things that I've kind of, like, struggled with is, like, having my own like presence as a brand as refined because yes. like, there's so many cool brands like it's it's hard to develop like your own like look and aesthetic so yes that's like what I'm focusing on next and I think it's going to be really cool to see all of my brand partners kind of styled together and mixed and mm-hmm. creating and putting the brands in a whole nother light I think is just going to like elevate everything Oh yeah, no, for sure. I'm excited because you have some really cool brands that you work with. I'm like, everybody's aesthetics are so different and so cool, but I feel like, you know, they can work. They can work together somehow. Yeah, somehow, somehow, yeah. Or even just like styling just pieces, um, you know, like maybe the way that you style for your photo shoot Mm -hmm. could be styled a completely different way and bring it to a whole nother dimension of like vibe. So yeah, it'll be cool to see. Yes, no, I'm super excited about that. I think that'll be so fun. Um, what have been your like biggest learning curves with all of this? Like, what are some things that maybe like shocked you or like you were, I don't know, taken aback from? Because like you did, you know, do business school and like learn things in school, which like uh-huh. I never did. So I feel like I've been just learning a lot. Um, but are there any things that like came up that you weren't expecting that like maybe you never learned or like, I don't know, anything like that? there's so many mistakes and there will continue to be right (laughs) it's I think I think in the beginning I was really really just confused on what direction to take because there is such thing as getting too much mentorship too much advice 
over over like filling yourself like just spilling over with information mm-hmm. like that you're just like kind of like mind boggled like you don't know what to do right one of the things that really surprised me because I was like thought I knew what I was doing gonna go into this and start you know tacking away and I was like wait none of this is working like because before you know I don't know if you know this but before we were actually just a mobile app a sizing tool for brands Mm, okay so it was like shopping within parameters so the mobile app would like do a body scan and then match you with a bunch of garments that fit within your sizing. Mm-hmm. That was my business in the beginning. And it just like wow. completely shifted and changed. Um, and so I think in the beginning, it was like very surprising to be like, oh, I'm not doing what I originally said I was going to do. And I'm doing right. completely different. Um, so I think that was one of the like, one of the things that I struggled with in the beginning. Um, and then also just, you know, patience, like you have to have a ton of patience and perseverance Mm -hmm. to like keep going because I have seen not only brands, but companies like kind of fall out because it gets hard. Yeah. And like, I admire everyone who like made it through the past two years and, um, kept going, but yeah, it's surprisingly difficult, no matter how positive of a person, like you think, (laughs) yes, high spirits, like I consider myself a pretty like positive and optimistic person, but the entrepreneurship journey can take you to new places. (laughs) Yes, it can. Yes, it can. Um, So I don't know, like that, that those things are just like, you know, I think, most sometimes people think oh yeah it's gonna be like easy breezy and I'll figure it out and you right but it's also going to be difficult Mm -hmm. and you really need to like make sure you have a good circle of people around you so yeah no I think it's so true especially like coming out of these two years I think it's like especially hard or at least like I've noticed for my brand like obviously in 2020 it was like really easy to grow on social media because everybody was on their phone so it's like the engagement was super high. It was so easy to go viral. And like now it's harder and harder to like reach the kind of audience that you used to reach. And it's like, you feel like you're putting in 10 times more work and then getting nothing out of it. And it's like, it's not always uphill. Like, I feel like I always thought that like, once you start, it's just like this constant, like uphill, like, you know, slowly gets better, but it's just, it's very up and down, just up and down. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you think, I also think like, you think you're going to reach a certain milestone and then you're going to be yep. Yes. But then that milestone, you hit that one and then you're like, oh crap, they're like, you have to keep going and you have to keep yeah. new things. And like, then I know that this is like, maybe sound like dumb, but like when you re- like truly like realize and actualize, like you are the thing running your business. <laughs> so yes. like, like if you stop, it stops and like nothing like keeps going. And I think, I mean, obviously duh, but like when you mm-hmm. really understand that you're like oh crap like okay yeah no literally so true so true like speaking of podcasts like how do you like having a podcast you know what I actually love having a podcast I like it's weird because like I'm not actually like an extroverted person I'm like very very much introverted and Mm -hmm. like I don't want to say it's like hard for me to talk to people because it's not I'm just like a very one-on-one person like it's hard for me to like 
usually start the conversation for people. So in a weird way, it's been like a good exercise for me to like learn how to talk to people that I maybe wouldn't usually talk to. And also like a really good excuse to make connections because it's like, how many other times can you reach out to somebody and be like, Hey, give me an hour of your time where I can ask you any single question ever. (laughs) But if it's like a podcast and it's like mutually beneficial, then somebody's going to say yes. But if you just randomly hit somebody up, like, Hey, give me an hour of your time. Like they're going to say no. That's so true. Yeah. Cause I've been, I I've told you, like I've been considering it, but mm-hmm. I don't know, like what do the people, like there's so many podcasts out there. So I'm mm-hmm. like, do people want to like hear about and who do they want to hear about? Yes. They're from, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I think it could be fun. I think so. Especially cause you have a lot of like, you know, brand partners and you have like a very I guess like unique perspective in that way and like you work with people in such a unique way that I feel like I don't know it's just a perspective that's probably not out there very much like I love listening to podcasts like I am like such a podcast person and like I wish there was more like fashion podcasts but like like good fashion podcasts yeah, no. Okay, tell me more. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Um, Like, I guess that's why I started mine because I just feel like there's not, a, like, nobody talks about the fashion industry in depth a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I feel like we only talk in depth about, like, the very superficial parts of it, of, like, I don't know, events and fashion weeks and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But nobody talks about, like, supply chain and, like, where to source things and how things are made and like that kind of stuff, which I'm like fascinated by because I don't know, it's just really cool to me. Um, yeah. I feel like people don't get that perspective a lot or like what it really takes to like start a brand. If you're manufacturing, like nobody tells you how to do that. And that's a whole process. And you know, it's just like, there's so much to it. That's so cool. And I feel like nobody's talking about it. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I think that sometimes, um, like just from being on social media and stuff, I think sometimes mm. people think I'm a consultant. So they reach mm. out to me and they ask me how they can start a brand. And I'm like, mm. I'm not <laughs> sure, but I can try my best to help you. But yeah. it's to a point that like so many, like I've had like quite a bit of people like come to me and I'm like, ah, but I've started to like really dig in and because mm-hmm. it's an alignment, like I need to know about the supply chain anyway. Right. Now I'm like, okay, I think I know enough to kind of like direct people in the right directions. But honestly, like the sourcing of materials and stuff is so, so hard. Like, yeah, I think that's like people's secret sauce and that's why you don't hear about it. You know? Right. So I'm like, yeah, there was a girl at the panel or from at South by she asked, she was like, how can I be more sustainable? Like in like a It's <laughs> like, where do I find like a manufacturer? Where do I find the material? She was like, I just mm. don't know. And I'm like, literally there's like, I just feel like it's a lot of your own personal research because yeah. it's, yeah, it still has to come uniquely from you and be in alignment with like what you're producing. So it's not like someone can be like, here's like three different options for you. Right. And, like, those three options are probably not like for that specific brand. Yeah. And I also feel like it's like hard to even do the research sometimes because a lot of the like manufacturers or like textile mills, whatever, like it's not like they have websites, like they're like selling online. Like you have to kind of like 
know somebody who like will lead you to it or be local to the area. Like you just have to like be connected because even like for me trying to find manufacturers is so hard because it's just like, they're not usually on like social media or the internet. Like they're usually just like, they've been there for hundreds of years or whatever. And they're just chilling there. It's like, you know, I'm like, you just have to know that it's there. I'm like, how are you supposed to know? Isn't that so bizarre? I yeah. just, so bizarre. Like I understand like, like maybe sourcing materials, but like when you don't even know where to go to make something mm-hmm. like that is like bizarre to me. I'm like, surely there's places I mean there could be places here in Austin I just don't even know. probably you know I mean if there's not there should be (laughs) I know really they should get on that (laughs) yeah super interesting like I'm super interested in like textiles too like Mm -hmm. I've been researching like orange silk and apple leather and cactus leather and like Mm -hmm. like, all sorts of materials and it's pretty cool I want to see I want to see a designer actually implement those, but I don't know like what the cost of like that. I know. I've heard a lot about like the pineapple leathers and cactus leathers. And I'm like, I'd love to like test those out, but I have no clue how that works or like, they're also such new materials that it's like, I don't even know if they're like readily available for anybody in that kind of way yet, but it's so cool though. Like I would love to start implementing those whenever that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm interested to see like the first round of designers like implement that, but I mean, Mm. those are more accessible to find. I feel like yeah, regular materials. (laughs) No, literally. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think, yeah, that's maybe a space to kind of tap into and like deep dive. Yeah, for sure. No, I feel like that's a, yeah, that's something that people don't hear about a lot. And I feel like you have enough brand connections that you'd probably get some cool conversations out of it yeah yeah for sure well so. maybe next time you'll be on my podcast you know what we're just gonna manifest that that's fine by me yes I just need to get this red couch and put it here and I last- can I'll sell it to you because she can't come with me to LA <laughs> I'm yeah, so I mean, sad I know that's it's, it's so exciting though I'm really I know for you to go to LA I think it's gonna open like a million doors for you yeah it's like literally that next thing that you need like just to go exactly yes no I'm excited I feel like it just goes back to that whole like you just have to like know people and like be in the area where the people at or like are at and I feel like that's what I've been lacking it's like I it's like I can do it all here technically but it's like there's probably so many more opportunities if you're in the like right place with the right people you know yeah and like the thing is you can collaborate you can right things together like that's the coolest thing about all of it I think is like when you're in the right place like there's just endless opportunities exactly exactly so I'm excited it'll be fun okay well I guess we can start wrapping this up now um we won't make it too too long but thank you so much for coming on today for having me it's always a pleasure to chat with you of course of course um where can people find you shout yourself out yeah um so you can follow on instagram at refined underscore shopping r-e-f-i-n-d and then you can shop all of the brands at refine.shopping perfect yes i will have everything linked down below if you guys want to check it out um be sure to do so i'm on there so you know the (laughs) shameless self-promo too but yes go check it out um and i will see you guys in the next one bye
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.